This is Wayne Ahart speaking for the Old Glory Network podcast. Old Glory, ladies and gentlemen, is a symbol of hope and safety to the poor and the hopeless all around the world. Let's make Old Glory great again. And it's our job to keep it that way. And let's make the media truthful again. You know, Old Glory Network brings a message of common sense values with old-fashioned patriotism to each of us. Our message today is entitled, Why? Just one word, Why? You know, I can remember the way things were a lot further back than most people can because I'm 83. I was born in 1940, and I remember hearing my dad and my grandpa talk about the way things were when they were young. Times were hard. I mean, really hard. Why, my grandpa's mode of transportation was by horse or horse-drawn wagon or walking. They lived in crudely built one to three room homes that were cold as ice in the winter and a hothouse in the summer. You know, a lot of people in the summer would actually sleep outside on the front porch for a little breeze. The roof was made of just green boards that buckled and it was covered by what was called tar paper. A house that didn't leak back then when it rained was rare indeed. Now, some people lived in tents, no matter what the weather conditions were, because that's all they had. Now, most meals were some sort of soup or stew, whatever you could make in a pot. They ate rabbit, squirrels, chickens, hogs, vegetables that they themselves raised. Some had a milk cow, and most had eggs from laying hens. Now, they made sausage from the hogs at hog butchering time. And almost every county had a sorghum mill. That's what they called it, a sorghum mill that ground sugar cane to make sorghum molasses. Now, since they had no refrigeration, meats had to be salted down or cured, smoked, to last until they were eaten. Now, they made their own grease or lard from the fat in the hogs when they butchered them. Now, someone had to go to the nearest little town to buy the things that they couldn't make or grow such as flour, salt, sugar, etc. Things and things began to change a little bit for the better by the time my dad was a teenager. You could see A-models automobiles, 
A models and T models and little small trucks, uh, they started being available. And when Dad was about 18, he had saved enough money to buy a used T model so that they could now go to town a little more easily and a little more often. Then he met a neighbor's daughter that he just didn't think he could live without. And he proposed marriage and and traded his Model T to a, a school teacher for her housekeeping furniture. Now she decided that she wanted to move to Oregon and she needed transportation and dad needed furniture for his new bride and so they made an even swap. Furniture for a T model. They married and moved into a little small sharecropper shack and began an indescribably hard life. But they were in love. They were just as enthusiastic about their new life as our founders were about America in 1776. Now, go back another 50, 7,500 years, and families were actually heading west in covered wagons. And some were not covered. They were having children along the way, some dying of sickness, of arrows, being scalped, burned to death, and some just plain old starved. There were no king-sized beds and easy chairs or electricity or engines, no airplanes or paved roads. Even then, though, there were Bibles for those who could read, which were few, and almost all people worshipped God. Now, for the lucky ones that made their final destination, they built log cabins and began creating a new life, and soon every little village built a church and began civilizing their community. America was exploding. Now, from those humble beginnings, they built the most successful, civilized, comfortable, and just country on planet Earth. They went from eating bear meat to Chateaubriand, prepared by award-winning chefs, jetting all over the world, skiing the highest mountains, and relaxing on the world's greatest beaches. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I began this podcast with a one-word subject title, Why? Why would you and I now want to jettison all of that hard work and progress that our ancestors sacrificed for, fought and died for, to please a few? Overeducated eggheads running our universities, our corporations, and world governments. Elitists who are peddling a theory to the masses that if they are successful, would return us to living like our early settlers. And now convincing you that climate change, man-made, man-made climate change, they say, is destroying Earth. That's the biggest scam ever promoted in the history of man. 
convincing you to rid America of all fossil fuel energy would return us to the dark ages. Now, I would be in support of them if, if they were sensible in proposing a project to either, say, create or discover a new source of energy that was more abundant and cleaner and cheaper and that we didn't need to depend on others to supply us. And that when it was ready for us, then switch to it and we could gradually wean ourselves off of fossil fuels. But to just abandon our most abundant, powerful energy source that we can produce ourselves before another energy source is available, that is the height of stupidity. What would happen if you didn't plant food until you were hungry? Or you didn't dig a well until you were thirsty? Be pretty stupid, wouldn't it? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it wouldn't be any more stupid than what they are trying to convince you of right now regarding fossil fuels. Don't buy it. First of all, climate change is natural, and it's a myth that we are causing it. Nature is causing it and always has. Man has improved earth, not destroyed it. Second, God gave us Earth's minerals for us to use. And third, the eggheads are interested in reducing the number of humans on Earth. Did you hear what I said? They're interested in reducing the number of humans on Earth by a minimum of half. Do you want to lose half your family? and or half your friends, they call it thinning the herd. Why? Why? Why would you want to do that? Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you are conservative, you're going to want to listen each and every week to the Old Glory Network podcast. But if you're not, then you need to listen. Call your friends and encourage them to listen also. If you love the music of Sinatra or Marty Robbins and uh, others of that era, then you need to order the music of my son, Kevin Dale Ahart. He performs out of Los Angeles, but you can buy his music from iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, and Amazon. And I promise you, you will love his music. Look him up. Check him out. He has a variety of music at just 99 cents per song. And he has a CD now of all cowboy songs that he has written. And you can order that by emailing me at wayneahart at weahart at gmail.com. Now, the name of the CD is called Cowboy's Revenge, and it has 11 great songs for only $15 with no charge for shipping. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's no charge for you to subscribe, and leave a five-star review if you would. 
And don't forget to visit our website at oldglorynetwork.com. And happy trails, ladies and gentlemen, until we meet again next week.